2: TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Strange One, Rob Bolander, and Alex Mitchell. Coming up on TMS Poetry of the Poultry, Self Cooking Chicken, Venture Engines, 80% Ibit, Outright, The Puberty
1: Angle, Living in a Damned Onion, Report Deaths for Tax Incentives, Ballcock not included. Who names their toilets? 2038 nice Tesla rise of the machine. raw meat for speedrunners raw blow on the floor <laughs> I guess it's speedrunners that's fine though your killer <laughs> white cell count sincerely Steve David Cop David Coppafield and more on this episode of The Morning Stream this is Blinky Blinky Girl she has over 10,000 views on Instagram 6,800 on TikTok and is up and coming on Meta and X who would like to own this influencer will start the bidding at 20 20 do I hear 20 there's 20 do I hear
2: 25 25 let's say 25 25 30 25 from Mattel Toys Okay love the show
1: The Morning Stream Sometimes I can and sometimes I can not Who gives a damn Hello, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It is the morning stream for January 4th, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson, and that is Brian Ibbitt. Hi, Brian Ibbitt.
2: Hello. Back from the dead. Da-
1: back from the deep, dark hole you found yourself in. <laughs> Deck from the bed. That's right. Uh, Brian was uh, sick. A little, but... little
2: voicey voice problem, but uh, yeah. I'd say I'm, I'm, you know, 80% now. is so good. I like at, 80. You know. 80's great. Yeah. And I, was probably, I was probably down to... Fifty-five yesterday. Oh my, I'd say fifty-five. That's yeah. pretty.
1: I mean, fifty-five is pretty low. That's you know, it's pretty low. So I this felt is like, felt this, like crap. This is a good jump back though. Then this is a a fine. What's the word? Yeah, um, like twenty-four. Yeah. Recovery. I don't know that played. Uh, yeah, twenty. So was that how long it took for Tina, or is it different for her? Um, actually,
2: time. I was a little bit quicker than Tina. Not that I'm bragging, but uh, mm, uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, well, that's great. Take that, <laughs> Tina. Uh, well, I hope she's feeling better too, because you know she is. Yeah, she's uh,
2: she is. It's just the occasional uh, cough for her, and um, uh, so far, so far the cough has been really intermittent for me. I've got my hand for, uh, close to the the cough switch if I need to use it, but for mm. the most part, it's it's been very very occasional
1: Well, good well thank you nature for being less harsh than you probably wanted to be you know <laughs> what right. i mean sometimes they want to the get nature you a little sometimes...
2: nicer to me than it usually is My yeah. friends, yes
1: or your killer right. white cell count was just on fire this week it just was like not having it you know that's right that's right well you think you we could just, just walk through the front up, door and you're gonna go john wick on its ass nice job that's right exactly there is some uh speaking of john wick the director of john wick who a lot of people think is the Next name in all things action films, okay. I could see why you'd think that. The guy's very good at those John Wick movies. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He says that he would he would direct that, uh, or direct these um, upcoming Blade movies in a heartbeat. Really, and, and it got me to thinking. They already got a dude, right? Well, they had a guy. Yeah. He got let go. They got another guy. That they got
2: Lee. You mean you mean for director? You for, mean director for, uh, for director? For director? Okay. Yeah,
1: okay. and this guy, uh, if they didn't have a director locked in. Terry Colstad, by the way. Yeah,
2: hire that guy. His name. What hire else has guy. he done? Anything? Um, all the Wicks. obviously. Well, yeah, obviously all the WICK movies. But is there? I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Something called One in the Chamber back in 2012. That sounds fun. The package. Oh, he did uh, Nobody. The the uh, um. He directed that. Odenkirk. Odenkirk thing. Yeah, executive producer and. And well what's he? Film oh writer for nobody.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't think he directed it. But yeah, that makes sense though. Boy, those movies are a lot alike, so yeah.
2: <laughs> they really are, so yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> Ilya Nyshuler was the director on that one. Uh
1: yeah, I I look, Blade could use some. But actually
2: he he's writer. So we got uh Chad Stahesky or Tehelski is director on the um uh, the uh, John Wick films. So maybe oh. that's when we were talking about a different guy.
1: Oh, I don't know. Yeah, whoever that dude is. I just saw this interview and yeah. he was like, oh, I'd do Blade in a heartbeat, he goes, he says. Yeah. Um, and then I started thinking about some of the close quarters Blade combat you could do with that guy's directing style and it could be awesome. Yeah. So go ahead he, uh, and do it. I don't know, fire whoever you got and put him in there. Keep Mahershala Ali. We're all set. We're ready. Let's go. Yeah, so we're talking
2: Chad Stahelski. Then uh, this guy is just pretty much done John Wick, except he um, was second unit director, second unit for Captain America: Civil War. We mm. all like that. Yeah. Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn movie, um, and that's it. And mostly stunt work, actually, for mm. everything else. Tons of
1: stunt work. So he's a stunt. He's a stunt like coordinator or actual stunt man.
2: I think uh, looks like
1: because that's it cool. It's
2: it's funny cuz it's his stunt work. He was the Brandon Lee stunt double for uh The Crow. Oops.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I want to <laughs> He was
2: yeah, no kidding. He was Keanu Reeves stunt double for The Matrix. Oh, okay, and that one worked. Out. That worked. Out. Uh yeah, what that a... one did a lot better. Yeah. But also a lot of coordinators, fight coordinator assistant stunt coordinator, very much which makes sense. I mean, you look at those movies and and you can pretty much say, you know, this is this is a movie directed by a stunt coordinator, not yeah. a fight coordinator.
1: No, I, yeah, and it's maybe his best. You know, it's like all those guys that start in music videos and then have huge film careers. It's like yeah. just take a different path. Sounds good to yeah. me. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're better. I'm glad uh, Blade is being made, and I'm glad it's <laughs> uh, we're finally getting some snow today. I don't know if that's going to last, but we're you know this winter has been nothing so far, really. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for us too.
1: Except the mountains. We're getting a
2: lot of the mountains, which is good. Good for you uh, as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Lots With of skiing, skiing, lots and of stuff. good times
1: up there. My dentist claims that he skied the other day. This is how cocky my dentist yeah. is. He goes, he goes, so I'm up skiing. I'm boarding. He's snowboarding because, you know, a guy, he just turned 50 and he's feeling very, he's feeling his oats a little bit. Yeah, sure. So he's like, Yeah, I'm up there and it's, you know, it's nice. It's like 38 degrees. It's really nice up there. So I'm not wearing gloves. I'm wearing just a light jacket and uh, just, you know, no hat. I'm just rocking it up there. And I said, Oh, that's interesting. And he goes, Yeah. And all these people came up there from uh, Arizona. They were in some group from Arizona and they all were bundled up like they were going to die in the cold. (laughs) And I'm like, Well, yeah, they're used to Phoenix temperatures. You know, you can't come up here and just expect it to be. You know, I don't know why right.
2: you can't you can you can't expect them to immediately adapt to the cold weather of uh, the mountains of Utah. Come on now.
1: Mm-mm. My sister-in-law, every time they travel from there to here, even in the summer, she's like in a full on jacket or sweater because she thinks this is cold when it's 85 mm-hmm. compared to when it's, you know, I guess because it is it's 100 million degrees down there. So they yeah. understand. They live in a damn onion, uh, onion oven.
2: I, <laughs> I have that same problem when I go to uh, San Francisco. I feel like eh, I'm from Colorado. San Francisco is going to be fine, mm. and uh, just the, the the dampness and the humidity of, of San Francisco, especially in the winter, yeah, is don't... is tough for a Coloradoan.
1: Yeah, I don't like. I like the nice dry desert air. That's what I like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on. We got some stuff. Um, I, yeah. had, I had a dream that was very weird. You may have made an appearance in it because I just I woke having the feeling that you were there. I can't. I don't know how to explain that, but I think you were in this dream. Okay. But all you right. were not the subject of the dream, which is this. So in my dream, and I have, li- I have stopped trying to understand my dreams. Okay, everybody? So you can interpret them all you want, but I'm done with that futile exercise. I'm never going to understand have, my dreams.
2: I'm looking at this description and I'm absolutely dumbfounded. So please,
1: so there is a chicken in my dream, like a chicken, little you know, bird, regular sized chicken or a giant chicken, like a regular chicken, like a like yeah. you'd see all in right. a coop or whatever. And uh, it waddled Well, to start with, it kind of was just waddling around, making little pecky noises and all that kind of stuff. And then in the dream, the big moment is it pulls up in front of me, stops in its tracks, immediately catches on fire like just a just big,
2: spontaneous woof. Yeah. Okay. Just right. chicken
1: on fire. Imagine a chicken lit on fire. Maybe even yeah. gas to help it go. I don't know, but just a torch of a chicken just, and then he sat there, pulled out a little tiny book, little tiny uh-huh. black book while he's on fire and read me poetry <laughs> for what felt like hours. I'm sure it was minutes, maybe even moments because that's how dreams are. They're, they're like in the pan and, I may have had it between 6.30 and 6.35. Wow. I don't know. But it felt like hours in there, and this flaming chicken just sitting there with a little black book reading me poetry, and I couldn't tell you any of the poems. But uh-huh. it was it was all stuff like, together we fled from the place of yore and only found the locked door, and you know, this kind of thing. All from a <laughs> wow. chicken on fire. That was, that
2: was really good uh, little rhyming couplet there,
1: by the way. <laughs> oh, my, I'm pretty good with oars. I can get the oars done. Yeah. But uh it was weird and I don't uh I don't like it. No sir, I don't. That's uh Man, for somebody who doesn't drink, uh, <laughs> Maybe I need to. Maybe this is a sign. Maybe, yeah. You know, maybe maybe, maybe
2: my drinking has has uh dulled the sharp point that, that would be my my dreams.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean I don't know. I I've I've thought about what why I get these and it's not like I'm doing anything crazy before bed. Like last night, especially, I was like, "I'm gonna go to bed sort of early." I think I was, in, I think I was, head to, head to pillow by ten or something. Oh wow, yeah. Wow. I was like, "I'm gonna get some extra sleep. I'm gonna, you know, whatever." And um, we had kind of a high pressure thing going yesterday with the weather, so I was feeling kind of head and stuff. I was like, "Just good, sure. good time to go to bed. Let's do it early. Everything's fine." Now, tell about three thirty when I had to get up and pee. I had to pee. Uh. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no dreams, no nothing. That was fine. Just woke up, peed, went oh, back to really? bed. Oh, really? Okay. So, so this post, came late.
2: Post pee. Yeah.
1: I think it happened right before I woke up. Honestly, because I woke up yeah. at six fifty, and that's it was after the dream, and then I just got up. It's like, well, I'm not staying in bed after this. So it really did feel like one of those dreams that felt long, but probably got inserted into my subconscious like a minute before I woke up.
2: I don't know. There's, there's definitely a weird correlation between the things that you typically draw and the things that you dream about. Yeah. Like maybe your, your imagination works. Like it basically, it's the same road. Those trucks drive down basically is like, um, uh, cause I can see you drawing a chicken on fire reading poetry.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not too far. Well, see, that's another question. And I hate to use the metaphor given the proximity to what we're talking about, but what came first, the chicken or the egg? Do the dreams inspire yeah. the drawings or do the drawings inspire the dreams? I don't know.
2: You know, I don't you know, necessarily think that they it, one inspires the other. I think that your your fount of creativity, uh, whether it is is producing things that escape out your your hands into a pencil onto a piece of paper, or uh, with your eyes closed in the middle of the night, I think it's like it is it is the geyser from which all of this spews
1: forth. So I'm yeah. So I'm I'm relieved. Really- let's 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 give it a a, a puberty angle here
2: oh jeez <laughs>
1: no let's not but the yeah. point the point is like it's I a, think
2: it all spurts <laughs> out from the same place <laughs> but it's yeah. like
1: uh you you gotta you gotta get you gotta vent your engines right right exactly
2: well and i think and I think you vent your engines whether you're drawing them or dreaming them
1: yeah but I, I think it
2: that. all you know uh and I wonder if that's the same case for a lot of artists if um if you um, well, you know, I, I can't imagine, I can't imagine the family circle, Bill Keane, all he dreams about is are little dotted lines all over the city from the path that he took that day. Yeah. But, uh, um, but I think that, you know, they're probably like Gary Larson, I would assume would have. He probably Nettie has Nutty dreams train, like yeah. you do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He probably gets up and writes them down and that's where his best day probably, stuff came from. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. Sometimes it feels like a full blown mental illness when you're looking at a chicken on fire talking poetry. But sure, sure. I don't know, man. And then I'm it's, you know, fine for the rest of the day. It's not like I'm sitting around going, Ah, chickens are on fire. You know, like I don't I don't have da- I don't daydream these things, but lately sure. nighttime's just funky. Well, anyway, that's I can't weird. wait to hear everyone's interpretations. Uh, please feel free to send them in. Uh, Here's
2: what it means. You had rotisserie chicken for lunch.
1: That's right. Uh, we got a text from Steve. His name is Sincere Steve. Sincere Steve. Oh, yeah. I would I have like never. That. I'd have never questioned his sincerity until now. But now, yeah. I, now yeah. I do because this makes me think this is an alter ego of Steve's. And he's not always sincere. I don't know. <laughs> but he says, Dear Scott and Brian, I am delighted to inform you that in 2024, everybody born in 1962 will turn 62 love Whoa. the numbers though steve wow do we know anyone that is uh who do we know do we know any uh tadpoolers any or 62
2: year olds yeah um i don't know
1: i don't know I either. Mean, i'm
2: guessing that since you're steve sincere steve must be 62 otherwise he wouldn't be thinking about this
1: oh maybe or he's close to it yeah. or something uh, what
2: year do we turn 69? What year do the people born in 69 turn 69? Is oh, that, uh, let's find out. Uh, like 15 years from now, is that right? Uh,
1: so, s- Is
2: that right? Jeez. Um, so in... 38? Uh, 2038? Um, uh, is that right? Is that right? Let's see. Web of Magic seems to confirm.
1: You are correct on the years. 15 years. Uh, That yeah. doesn't seem like very much does it Let's
2: it see. doesn't well i don't know it does it doesn't it doesn't
1: my perception uh, of 15 years is not what it used to be Jeez. no no yeah. neither is mine Jeez. it's gonna go too quick and i don't like it no sir i don't <laughs> well we'll celebrate it then we'll get to the big six nine and we'll laugh and say nice we'll and, say, you know.
2: buddy who was born in 69 is turning 69 this year
1: yep and the whole chat will go nice nice yeah. uh all right Thank you for the text, Steve eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. We got another one that's. Uh, it begs the question: Did we do this? Good morning, Sko and Bry. When Uline catalogs were first mentioned on the show, I made uh-huh. one comment about them. Two days later, I got one in the e- uh, one in the mail. I hadn't got one of those in the previous ten years, so he thinks maybe our evocation of all things Uline brought him a catalog. What do you think
2: it's kind of that? like we, you know we cause uh, celebrity deaths because we talk about them. We also cause uh, receiving the Uline catalog. Mm-hmm. Now he says he made one comment about them. Did he make them? It depends on where he made that comment. Did he make that comment to Uline, or did he make that comment oh, yeah. in chat or in Discord or via text or, or whatever? To
1: his mailman as he drove by, and like- yeah,
2: exactly. The mailman said, "Oh, I got a Uline catalog for you. <laughs> I've always got
1: three or four here in the car." Just in case, I prop my prop myself up on the chair with them. That's right. They do pretty good at holding my weight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, dude. I, I I will say this sometimes. You know that celebrity death thing that we get nailed for sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yesterday, I was it, it hit me that I there was some article about Lieutenant Dan, the character. Oh yeah. And yeah, I Kenny. went. I haven't seen Gary Sinise forever. Like, where's Gary Sinise right. been? And a little part of my brain went don't be talking about the guy, right? Now.
2: <laughs> you know, I, uh, I mentioned Gary Sinise in the, uh, the, the New Year's Eve trivia questions.
1: Oh, did that come up there?
2: Yeah. I talked about Gary, or I talked about Lieutenant Dan because, uh, Gary Sinise. Oh, maybe that's know, what maybe he says. Uh, Forrest, the day you become a shrimp boat captain, I'm gonna be an astronaut.
1: That's right. The
2: next year, he was an ast- almost an astronaut in Apollo thirteen.
1: That's right. No, that's uh, uh, that's probably what spawned it because I couldn't I don't I could not remember oh, exactly where I was thinking of Gary Sinise at all. From like, why would he pop into my head? That must have been it. But yeah. I haven't seen him forever, and I don't know what's going on there. I'm sure someone said he's really active on Reddit, which is a weird thing to hear. Huh. Uh, but I've what, what Gary Sinise movies have been.
2: Yeah, let's you know. see. He was in a TV show called Thirteen Reasons Why for ten episodes All right. uh, in twenty twenty. Okay, he was uh, in two movies in twenty twenty. I still believe in Joe Bell. Okay, but um, nothing oh. since Joe Bell. Joe Bell. What was Joe Bell? Joe Bell. Is that a movie or a TV thing? That's a Joe. That's a movie.
1: Okay. Oh, here we uh, go! A
2: 2020 American biographical drama road film directed by Reynaldo Marcus Green.
1: Ah, uh, with your Mark Wahlberg, your Reed Miller, That's and right. everyone's oh, favorite and Connie, Connie Britton. Britton. Yeah, yeah. I like her, I like her a lot. All right, yeah. well then he's fine. I guess I just haven't seen movies he's in. That's fine. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to see them all. <laughs> I just like the guy. I just uh, hope he's okay.
2: He's uh, yeah. 68. He
1: oh, man. Too bad he wasn't born in 69. Wait, if he's 68, right. that makes him... Let me do the math. He was born in 55. 55. Oh, I don't know. I
2: closed the tab, no. but
1: I'll... I'll uh, oops, right.
2: what did I just do? Oh, uh, no. Oh no, you, I, oh, no.
1: You've destroyed your entire desktop. As oh, because I, I,
2: I've changed the... Uh, I've unedited the last song... Uh, lion in our deal he was born in uh correct
1: 55 oh my gosh look at the math on me today amazing yes impressive uh write this day down everybody you'll never forget it all right we're gonna do some news (laughs) and it'll be fun so here you go it's time for the news brought to you by
2: Brought to you by, no Coverville today, but there will be, the plan is there will be a guest the Connection tomorrow morning. And you guys have had three weeks to work on that guest the Connection, so I uh, hope we have a winner. I don't know, but uh, we'll find out tomorrow morning. And there will be a new game and a new prize issued tomorrow. That's guest the Connection at twitch.tv slash Coverville at... 9 a.m. Mountain
1: Time. Would that be a digital prize or a physical prize? A
2: physical prize. Oh,
1: my. Yes. That's exciting. This is
2: how I get rid of a lot of the things that aren't quite aren't quite up to, like, get rid of it on eBay level or it's too big and I've got to take it to, like, GameStop. But uh, small enough that I can throw two or three things in an envelope and a padded envelope and somebody will be really happy with them
1: yeah it is great getting rid of stuff like that i'm trying to organize all my stuff into piles of this is definitely leaving this is maybe leaving this i should sell and then i get distracted and play shapes instead that's how things go for me <laughs> that's the problem well yeah. it was
2: for me it was uh, disney Dreamlight valley for a long time
1: oh yeah uh all right let's talk about this uh this tesla robot now some people have assumed they meant the new one they're making like a humanoid robot over there at tesla that's not what this is this is a car one of the robots like you'd see in any car manufacturing plant uh okay like an
2: assembly line looks like the the robots that tony stark makes that help him uh hold stuff while he
1: welds it yeah great big arms and pinchers and stuff like that uh that's exactly right so here's what happened uh the, a robot at Tesla allegedly attacked an engineer. I don't know why they got to use language like it's a human. It's so stupid. Sure. Whatever. Uh, stabbing its metal claws into his back and arm and leaving a trail of blood on the machinery, according to a 2021 injury report. So this is actually an older Oh, wow. Incident. Yeah. Just came to, uh, to light. The, resurfaced- the, yeah.
2: the Tesla robot documents have finally been unsealed.
1: That's right. You've been excited for Epstein's uh, island list. Guess what we got now? Yeah. We got this. Yeah. Um, it says here, let's see, where is it? The resurface incident comes amid new concerns over automated technology and reports of injuries in Tesla's factories have been uh, allegedly swept under the rug. Uh, the 2020 report, 2021 report said that the worker was given no time off work despite eyewitness accounts saying the engineer was severely injured. Uh, quote We've had multiple workers who were injured and one worker who died whose injuries or death were, uh, are not in those reports that Tesla is supposed to be accurately completing and submitting to the county in order to get tax incentives. Wait, you have to do that just to get tax incentives? I guess that's really shouldn't, interesting. Shouldn't like, you have to report deaths for a, a whole bunch of other legal reasons? <laughs> right.
2: Uh, well, I guess we have to put these deaths. Nothing. Nothing certain in life except death and taxes, and apparently they both go on the same form. Yeah. No kidding.
1: I'm trying to imagine anything scarier than the the robot that works next to you welding a car together just suddenly. Lurching to the well, left and stabbing you in and the back. See,
2: that's the question. Like the so uh, you know allegedly attacked an engineer. Those things, they, there's no AI program, <laughs> no. as far as I know, programmed right. into uh, robotic arms and assembly lines. There's a very good chance that Joe Doofus, and I hate speaking ill of the injured, yeah. the trail of blood, Joe Doofus, yeah, just probably. Uh, didn't didn't stay a uh, uh, required distance away from the arm, and the arm was doing its usual zhe- 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 zhe thing and mm-hmm. went yeah. Right through. Yeah, my Joe guess is Nufus it didn't it
1: didn't suddenly become sentient and and decide to rebel against the humans. This article right, exactly. would like you to think that, but this article right. is smoking the right. crack. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, we hope he healed up after that. I guess he's had a couple years now, so
2: uh and, and let's uh, you know let's do the, the real quick thing before all these names come out in the uh, the Epstein thing uh i'm going to set the over li- over under line of uh former presidents
1: at 2 do you i want to take the over or the under on that um thing is i think it's exactly 2 <laughs> how does one bet when you know when you're so sure about that like in a sports situation do you do the over uh, or the you like can't
2: know so then yeah, so you, you basically would be a push if if it turns out to be two and you bet the over or the under. If it does turn out to be exactly two, then uh Oh, crap. So we could say 1.5 is yeah, what use, Travis. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Yeah.
1: 1.5. I'll take the over. I'll take I'll take the half the 0. 0.5 president. Good. Um yeah, cuz I'm 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 virtually positive that uh yeah. Clinton and Trump Clinton have been and there. Trump, yeah, 100%. Much. I don't think yeah. Bush knows shit about it. And I know that current guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he just didn't know, and neither no, did exactly. anybody else. It's so it's these two chuckleheads.
2: How oh, come on, I never got an invitation?
1: <laughs> I never got asked. Come on, we man. We got asked. Come on. Oh, we never got asked. <laughs> Is it because I was should, only vice president then? Come on. Should have gotten an invitation. Come on. <laughs> uh. All right. Where was I? Oh, let's do this story. Okay. Uh, and yeah. By the way, so that thing, that list hits right. And I thought I would hear yeah. almost immediately as soon yeah. as somebody had time to comb through it. There are plenty of yeah. fake lists out there. There've been those for a year. Like they, they already forget about those. But this thing, I, I thought they would disseminate it and have a whole list so it could just easily, without me having to go crawl through 400 PDFs myself. Right. Right. Have a distinct. Give me a top
2: ten. I can't. I don't imagine that it's just a. Spreadsheet, I think somebody does have to go through and parse the list and actually put the names yeah from the list into a into a spreadsheet, right,
1: yeah, I think so. I would, I would assume so the documents are so it's 34, uh, 34 gigabytes of data, yeah, uh, if you want to download it, but i don't want to go through that,
2: you know? yeah, I mean people in the chat are telling us that the list is already out. Um, but I I I haven't seen it yet. I haven't found I mean I know the list was unsealed. I know it's out, but I haven't seen a list list.
1: Oh yeah, it came out but, yesterday. Uh, so I have I have a link to the actual documents. I just want someone from a But
2: it's but it's right, but it's not just
1: a clear I want just a clear list. Yeah, I want a I want a trusted source to go through the documents, so I don't have to. Yeah. Right, Which feels exactly. like some media's exactly. job to do. So do that. Make it accurate. Yeah. Give me some transparency yeah. so I know that you didn't fiddle with it or you don't have a bias in it. And let's just see what That's you right. got.
2: I want to see it. Someone in the chat room is saying, I'll send you the TikTok. No, I don't want a TikTok. I want a
1: list. No, I want send a list. A, send me a Google Doc, not a TikTok. If the TikTok has an actual list, fine. But how are you going to prove that? You know? Yeah, right. So, yeah. Give me give me something concrete. I just want to know. I want to know. I want to know who went over there. Mm-hmm. I want to know who went. Because some I, here's here's the truth of it, whether we like it or not whether some people's biases like it or not, some people went over there, just had no idea, did nothing while they were there and came home. Went because they're billionaires on this thing. I got invited. I'm going. It wasn't a sex party every single trip. So those people, I feel really bad for anyone who's like that. And I don't know who they are because I have no idea. What I need is a list that says, these people went there and went there specifically because they were taking part in underage sex parties right, and we have proof right. and here's the pr- that's what i want so i know the right people to a shun and b uh <laughs> not support in any way you know what i mean right right make it easy for us the american public yeah or international because says- you got prince William or prince uh, andrew not william sorry william <laughs> you're fine buddy you're good as yeah, far as i know it's
2: andrew but also according to the list that uh, the al jazeera list that dr calhoun sent over michael jackson stephen hawking and uh, david copperfield
1: yeah yeah the hawking one's making the joke rounds right now for obvious reasons sure of course uh yeah i don't know man I, i'm trying to not be in the salacious part of this i just sure, kind of want sure. some a little bit of closure on it it's like i'm sick of this damn list existing and In the vapor, now we have it. So, what is it? Let's just be done. Yeah. Let's just get it over with. Pull off that band aid. I know there's a lot of really influential, uh, high money people involved. I understand that. F that. If they're pedophiles, freaking out them. I don't care. Yeah. Do it. Put them in jail, every damn one of them. I don't care who they're affiliated with. I don't care who they vote for. I don't care who they are or what they are. They should all go to jail if you've got the proof
2: also right. that's the thing is the you know seeing somebody seeing michael jackson at a party is one thing knowing that he participated in any sort of uh underage uh activity at one of epstein's parties is a totally different thing maybe different example uh david copperfield yeah oh is he on that list david, copperfield david yeah yeah
1: copperfield <laughs> david copperfield <laughs> he went but he made the orgy disappear they didn't they never asked him back. <laughs> that's
2: right exactly I bet, I bet he made a lot of women disappear by saying, Hi, I'm David Copperfield.
1: Yeah. Well, hello. <laughs> okay. That's <Yes, yeah. laughs> one of the dark, darkest tricks he ever plays, is just introducing himself to women.
2: Exactly. Yes.
1: Um, all right. Here is a story for you. Yeah. Four, four men are charged. We promise this is not a continuation of... Uh, the whole bet on two presidents thing, or one of them owns a gold toilet. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. Totally unrelated. But four men charged over the theft of a six million dollar. Although this says six dollar men, they mean million. It was MLN. Oh, is that an L? It's ML, that's an L. Yeah. Oh, I hate how. Yeah, close. I
2: haven't seen. I haven't seen abbreviation for million MLN like that.
1: Yeah, that's why. It th- I think that's yeah. why it threw me. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a weird way it to do be a it. capital anyway,
2: M right? Six capital M is, if, is your is your appropriate abbreviation for uh, million.
1: Yeah, if it were me, I would do that. Yeah, these people, yeah. who knows what they're thinking? But anyway, it was a six million dollar gold toilet from an English palace. Ooh, Ooh fancy! Mm-hmm. Uh, four men had been charged over the theft of an eighteen karat golden toilet from a palace in southern England, where it was kept as an art exhibit before being stolen in an early morning heist in 2019, according to prosecutors. The uh, fully functional toilet, valued at 4.8 million pounds—that's 5.9 million dollars. That must just be the gold, and that's it, right? Like that's yeah, the value. Yeah. Jeez.
2: Yeah, certainly not the uh, the wax ring is not uh, is not part was not taken into the calculation. No,
1: they didn't think of that part.
2: <laughs> the plunger, the ball cock. <laughs> Not, I love not that. included, not yeah. including the uh, the calculation there. I love
1: the term "ball cock." Yeah,
2: we talked about this golden toilet uh, before on this show when it was put in. Into yeah, this, uh, I think
1: so, didn't we? Years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess 2019 or so, something like that. Uh, it says was part of this exhibit. Blah blah blah. An Italian conceptual artist. Boy, it's an artist with a lot of grant money. Uh, Britain's Crown Prosecution Service of the CPS said uh, James Sheen, age 39, was charged uh, with one court count, rather, of burglary and two counts relating to the transfer of criminal criminal property, that being the toilet. Three others, sure. Michael Jones, Fred Doe. These sound like fake names. That sounds like a fake name. Fred Doe. Fred Doe. Like, is your brother's name John? Like, what's going on, Mr. Doe? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Bora Kakuk, Or Guguk, Gukuck. Gukuk. Gkuck. Bor Borgukuk. Borguckuck.
2: I bought one of those at Ikea a couple days ago actually. It's still oh. I still need to put it together, but
1: uh Well they still make you assemble those. That's a bummer. The borg, They do, yeah. The if, you, if you
2: go and get a borgukuk there, <laughs> then uh, unless that's a soft G, Borjacuck. Oh, be. I like that even better.
1: Borjakuk. Borajakuck. That's even a better, uh, that's a better name for Ikea. That's
2: a better Ikea, Ikea
1: furniture. Uh, those it's guys, a dresser. Those people all got a charge as well. Police said that uh, at the time of the theft, burglars broke into the palace with two vehicles and took the toilet sometime between, or before 5 a.m. That's right before you need it. Um, it was not immediately clear if the toilet named America. Oh, really? Uh-huh.
2: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Gold toilet named America. Nice. Yeah. Nice.
2: Sounds sounds suspiciously like it's uh, trying to be poking fun. At, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Seems like maybe you're using your art to poke us in the eye a little bit there. A little bit. Mm. Surprised the toilet isn't holding a gun and eating a cheeseburger. That's right. By the way, this palace, it's called Blenheim Palace. Yeah, Birthplace yeah. and ancestral home of British wartime leader Winston Churchill. Oh, nice. Great. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It was saddened by the loss of the toilet. Says the uh, place, <laughs> which uh, also had been on display previously at New York's Guggenheim Museum. So we've seen it here on the state in the states, yeah. and, and here it's it was called, called America. Then too, it right. was called Britain here. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they did it. Uh, that's a fun story. Here's a story that will warm your heart, Brian. Sure. Sure. Uh, not that you need it. You've had a low grade fever. You don't need warming. You need cooling. <laughs> 13 year old. I'm not fooling. <laughs> this is how you know Brian's getting better. He hears songs and things. This is how you know. I mean, exactly.
2: That's that's when I cross the 80% line. Then
1: it's like, oh, Brian immediately goes into song when he hears a, a few words. Yep, and a measly 20%. Is all you got left. You're, you, you're going to have that by tomorrow, I think. Anyway, right. a 13 year old, this is uh, super uh, cute, the story, becomes <laughs> the first person to beat Tetris on the NES. So this is the old NES version of Tetris. I'm going to remind people before I say anything else about this story because people forget this. The original version of Tetris on Game Boy and NES and maybe a couple of other uh iterations before they changed this did not have the reserve piece functionality. So, right. yeah, all- you couldn't
2: see the next Oh, so th- that's different than being able to see what the next piece is. The reserve piece like like being able to say, "Ooh, I'm going to put this piece over here, give me the next
1: one." Yeah, like if you're okay. you see a long one but you don't need it yet and you're like well, I'm going to put that in reserve until I need it. There's a Jamie. mechanic for that. <laughs> Jamie, yeah, use that one, Jamie. Um, but you, you, and then you can pull it out later when, <laughs> when you need it, right? Did, so Did I have a fever dream or did, did
2: you and Bobby talk about this with Tom yesterday or is that a different thing?
1: No, this is the same one we talked about. Okay. This okay. is just more detail. We had very little to go okay. off yesterday, but here's the deal. The, the gotcha. classic puzzle game Tetris has been around for over three decades. We know this. There's a kill screen in the game. This kid hits the kill screen, and the entire internet loses their mind. But here's the fun bit. <laughs> it was considered to be unbeatable until this kid did it. Really? And now, wow. now there are, well, I don't know how many, uh, maybe hundreds of people now making hmm. the attempt to beat his score. Because if he can do it in whatever it was, 29 minutes. Oh, so something. it's the speed.
2: So basically, obviously you can't. Once you get to the kill screen, game over. You right. can't go further than that. So it's really just a matter of getting to the kill screen faster.
1: Yeah, and now now it's like raw meat to these speedrunner people. They love this stuff. Yeah, of and course. so I watched a bunch of this yesterday. <laughs>
2: really?
1: Oh yeah, it was great. It's so it's it's really actually pretty fun rabbit hole to go down. It's a good community, like sure. a really um, supportive community. So when somebody's about to break some big record, the others trying to break the same record don't get catty. They actually like. Root, root on whoever's gonna get the new record. Oh,
2: That's cool. Yeah, see that's that's good. Yeah. yeah
1: I like it a lot. It um, would be that I would be a fun imagine. reality show, by the way. Can you imagine a reality show based around speedrunning? I would watch the hell out of that.
2: Yeah, I think I would watch that too. Like a reality competition. Yeah. Um I did have to watch the new Rob Lowe game show uh while I was sick. Basically I'm laying I'm laying there on the couch like trying to figure out what I'm gonna watch to to fall asleep. Ended up watching Logan, which didn't help. Uh <laughs> Yeah, that's the kind of could. movie you want to watch. I've seen this enough times that that I could probably fall asleep while I watch it. Yeah. But and, but um, Rob Lowe's new game show, the premise, pretty pretty dang cool, but of course it's a primetime game show, so it's loaded with will they, did find out after the break? Mm. But um, it's uh, they've got a giant floor. The game I believe is called the floor because
1: games now have to, game shows have to be the blank. Mm. Yeah, I've noticed that. That's a real trend. And he's he's single hosting this, right? It's just him up there single
2: hosting this. And the game, the premise is this uh, floor is divided by is divided into a hundred squares, a little grid. And it's a it's a you know LED floor, like it's massive and it's got LED uh, underneath it. They have a hundred people. They everyone gets a square and in their square it says when they signed up what their area of expertise was so this person's is barbecue and this person's is dogs and this person's is sci-fi movies right so everybody's in their little grid and their little square with their one their one uh, subject that they picked when they when they signed up for the show mm. uh, somebody's picked at random and they immediately have to choose one of the four people uh, connected to them ordinally, no diagonal, just uh, mm. uh, orthogonally, I should say, uh, orthogonally connected to them and challenge them at their area of expertise. So if, if Bill is sitting there uh, on his barbecue space and he picks uh, Joe, who's next to him with dogs, he has to answer questions about dogs. Mm.
1: And this is, and, are, these, are these real categories? Barbecue, dogs, that kind of stuff? Yeah, okay. yeah,
2: these are real categories. All right. So they have to go back and forth. And in the case of dogs, they're they're basically going back and forth with a, a video screen that shows them a dog breed, a, a photo of a dog, and they have to identify the breed. Uh, beagle, a uh, basset hound, da, da, da. And they go back and forth. Uh, whoever wins absorbs the square, and the person whose square got absorbed is out. And now that person... You know, basically has a few more extra squares that are tangent to their own square and kind of uh, take over the territory. It's 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 a very clever concept if it wasn't so game showy, I'd love watching this. Yeah. But,
1: uh, I like the concept too. Everything you described sounds like fun. That seems like a fun. So is it by winner is determined by also who has the most squares or those disappear if if you're kicked?
2: No, no. When you basically it's territory. Yeah. So, I mean, as you absorb squares, you'll take over more and more of this board and if you say, "You know what? i'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my territory like they win a game, you've got the choice of continuing to challenge people or go back to your territory. so you uh, uh, you go back and then they randomly pick another person. Well, if they're attached tangentially to you, they can challenge you, and you might have the category now of the person you ousted instead of oh, your own category. Interesting. so if, if dude who had dogs won, yeah. He would absorb barbecue, and that would be his category, which is a category that he did not. Uh, he didn't sign up for. Uh, he doesn't want he that. He didn't sign up for. So yeah. that that part of it's kind of interesting, but uh, that
1: sounds all right as a as a core it, concept. I like it.
2: It's a very clever core concept. Yeah, hmm. but uh, little too uh, little he, too network. TV. Somebody, somebody who claimed that their specialty was books, and <laughs> right. so it showed them book covers. Yeah, and removed one word from it. Right, so it's like. Uh blank shades of gray. Fifty. Okay, good. Then it gets to the blank of wrath. And he goes, book. <laughs> book. Like, your specialty is books.
1: Yeah. I feel and like you you think, even yeah. I know it's grapes of wrath, you dummy. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's funny. Uh I that sounds like a fun um. Oh, you'd need the grid, I guess. But you could do this on a board. It's probably a board game thing. You don't need a grid. Yeah, or
2: a... um, I think it would actually be a fun uh, multiplayer online kind of game.
1: Mm. Yeah. Like a... a I don't know, the kind of stuff we do on Playdate would be really fun with something we could do. Yeah,
2: oh, them. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, get get 25 players, a five-by-five five grid, and then
1: do the trivia questions that way. Oh, with I, would, kind of I would do that in a heartbeat. That sounds like yeah, fun. And I don't need fun. Rob Lowe to do it, okay? I don't need don't him.
2: need perennially uh, handsome Rob Lowe to, to accomplish any of that.
1: Game. No, you can get it done without him. Uh, well, anyway, congrats to that kid. I think that's awesome. And uh, yeah. now the world is all trying to beat it, even though the record prior to this... Was kind of stagnant. Nobody was going after it. That's the way this I'm stuff sure. works. Well,
2: yeah, exactly. It's somebody's going to say, "I've got the uh, the 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 best record on
1: Toe Jam and Earl." Mm-hmm. Try and beat that, folks. And yeah. Then all of a sudden, yeah. Know, suddenly, suddenly it goes crazy. It's funny. I watched a online documentary on YouTube by this guy. I actually don't want to spoil his role in all of it because there's a there's a point to his role in it. But go look oh. for look for just search uh, YouTube for documentary uh space what, what how would i put it uh i guess punch out just punch out because it's the original okay. nes punch out okay and it's
2: about the game punch out gotcha
1: and the records around Oh my god is running. the real
2: glass joe it's i'm the, actually the real glass joe i'm
1: glass joe look at my horrible glass features no it's not
2: like my, my jaw easily breakable
1: although joe glass joe the character plays a huge role in speed running that game uh Oh, really? How you beat him matters a lot. Anyway, I learned a lot. It's like things like two hours long, and I thought I was going to be bored. I was actually riveted by it. And it basically just talks about this 10-year-old stale record in NES Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. And then the sudden freak out that it caused when someone figured out just one slightly new way to shave like a second off the time. Yeah. And then this mad dash for everybody to try to beat it, and then who ultimately did, and all it's it was it was so I was so into it, I couldn't turn it off. Huh? Interesting.
2: Anyway. I'll have to look for it. Okay. Punch out.
1: I'll never be a speedrunner, but I sure enjoy, you know, seeing it. It's really
2: cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a fascinating competition thing, and it just feels like I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time to play something as quickly as possible. Uh, When there are all sorts of new things that I want to finish as, as enjoyably as possible. But look at these kids, right? You got the 13 year old, uh, Tetris player. You got the 16 year old darts kid, the phenom in, uh, in the UK. Is he really 16? Have you seen that kid? I have seen that quote unquote. I've seen that kid. He looks yeah. 36. He does. Oh, no doubt. Like he's got a better, he's got better facial hair than. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and just went, no way. That kid's 16. It, it felt like somebody was yeah. wearing a, a kid's suit saying, hello, fellow teens. I'm here yeah, to throw darts. Right. Right, that's weird.
2: I imagine they have to vet him, obviously, and make sure that he really is. If he's, getting, especially if he's going to be playing in a junior league, but uh, I want to see an interview with him. the the uh, Lester Holt story that I saw about it. They didn't have an interview with him, but I want to see him, like, you know, stepping up with his beard and go, "Yeah, well, um, so I've been playing darts <laughs> since uh, I was about eight, and with I that, just got my that. license, and now I can drive anywhere <laughs> exactly. I want. And play darts. Can't wait till I'm able to drink." <laughs> when i'm 21 i'll look 55
1: um well anyway yeah kids are all right you know kids are all right yeah, the bottom line what we learned today is kids are all right the kids are going to be okay they're beating records having fun i don't know that's right all, uh, all us olds die they'll they'll be fine uh <laughs> all right children are our future it turns out it turns out they are Uh. Yeah. The man arrested after opening heroin cocaine and meth store in canada Oh, fantastic. Yeah, this is no good. Vancouver Man was uh, opening a store. It's called
2: an Arby's.
1: <laughs> That'd be great if they just converted a commonplace. <laughs> anyway, this dude has heroin, meth, cocaine, MDMA, M- sorry, MDMA, and arrested less than 24 hours after launching his little business. Duh. Uh, yeah. Jer- Jerry Martin is his name. That sounds great to be named Jerry Martin opening but a Jerry drug store. Jerry Martin. Yeah. Uh, it is a mobile shop called The Drugs Store. In downtown East Side Wednesdays, So this is a <laughs> like a thing you can move around different neighborhoods. A
2: pop-up shop, basically. Yeah,
1: is what it sounds yeah. like. This is a neighborhood uh, that has been ravaged by the overdose epidemic. He said he wanted to give people a safe supply of drugs that have been tested to ensure they don't contain fentanyl. Uh, yeah, except, for,
2: except for the container of fentanyl. Yeah, except for the fentanyl, which
1: you can also yeah. buy through this guy's mobile, yeah. mobile home. Which uh, is laced with sweet and low. Right. <laughs> oh, no, then forget it. I'm out. I don't want that. Uh, Let's see. They said, uh, okay, see, police said that they started gathering evidence after the suspect started selling cocaine, crack, and methamphetamine, and heroin out of the back of a mobile trailer. Uh, We support measures aimed at improving public safety for people who use drugs, including harm reduction services and discrimination, or decriminalization, sorry, uh, said someone in a press release. However, we uh, remain committed to our position that drug trafficking will continue to be the subject of enforcement. Mm. So get out of there, dude. With your pop-up. With the drugs store. The drugs with your, store.
2: With your food truck uh, for drugs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I kind of understand the thinking. He's capitalizing on this sure. idea that if you provide drugs safely, you're going to have less problems. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's addicted. there's
2: measures in a lot of cities to have safe uh, using zones. Like right. where you can you can go and take your drugs with a somebody there to make sure that you don't overdose. And if you do overdose, there's a doctor on standby that will, will help you.
1: Right. Um, right. Very controversial. Those places, by the way, Some it is. people are oh, like, yeah. just tell them yeah. to quit taking drugs. That's the answer. Quit exactly. taking damn drugs. I don't understand addiction at all. So I say take away their drugs. <laughs> I don't know why he has that voice. Sorry to everybody. I don't, I
2: don't either, but uh, he definitely disapproves. Whoever that, whoever that guy is, yeah, whoever that loser is,
1: uh, that is it for your news. And today, because it's a short day, that is it for your show. All right, I have an uh, interview wow. I have to do. I know it's short, sweet, wow. to the point. No windy today. You'll have to get your therapy another way until next Thursday. That's everyone. right. Yeah, including Real me. I, I yeah, I often meet Brian, and I have to give our life examples to her. We're going to miss out too. You know. Yeah. She'll yeah. say she'll say something like, "If either of you." Uh,
2: have dream. Brian. Let's talk about a time when you uh, <coughs> uh, did the uh, soul drugs out of a
1: out of a food truck. Yeah, how did that make you feel?
2: How did that make you feel? Exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll find out next week when Wendy returns here on the show for her first appearance of 2024. Uh, that is going to do it for us, but we got a lot of stuff coming up. So I would like to point your squinties to Core tonight at 4 p.m. That's right, 4 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, there will be an episode of Core with myself, Bo, and John air a big weekly roundup of all things video games if you're interested in being there live it's at 4 p.m right here at frogpants.tv or you can get the podcast later uh no coverville today but brian did mention uh tomorrow 9 a.m he'll be doing guess the connection correct uh you should probably want to check that out win some prizes that's right twitch.tv slash coverville (laughs) and then right uh,
2: right after that couch party what if we did another couch party
1: let's do it couch party uh 10 a.m so about an hour after that and we will be watching the remainder of of what's left of the first season of what if correct and then uh we'll probably do a break from that for a while and sneak something else in we'll see
2: for sure yeah because i I just finished watching season two of what if so i'm not ready to to do that again somebody suggested real genius
1: and oh uh, the Val kilmer thing yeah yeah i do that suggested
2: real genius why not people
1: heck yeah i love that movie i don't remember the last time i saw it i don't I have so few. I remember him being... I don't being, even know if it's... Uh, he's like a cocky, great. good-looking science guy in college or something. Correct. Yes. And that's all I remember.
2: And he's helping his buddy Mitch, who's uh, also smart, but unlucky in love. Mm. And uh, um, BioCast says, or what about the Goonies? I feel like that's a... We got to let TV's Travis weigh on that one, because that does feel like a perfect weight you haven't seen to do with Scott. Yeah, the fact that I've never
1: seen the Goonies requires more... I think more, you know. Yeah. Cuz if to, I still to I don't know why I've never seen it. I don't know what my deal is. I own this thing. Two yeah. copies of it on various media. Just Hilarious. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Don't know why. It's good. It's yeah. good.
2: It's uh, you know, it's a a sweet story about a kid who lives in the Northwest who's about to get evicted. Oh. oh. Well, I can't wait for in Astoria is it in Astoria? I think it takes place in Astoria.
1: Twin Peaks 3 directly
2: <laughs> right. uh
1: all right well I that is been, uh oh stink. who else did we forget oh film sack this weekend we're doing throw mama from that's the right. train so uh correct come yeah. see if owen doesn't really have a friend you'll find out this weekend
2: <laughs> find out if owen really doesn't have a friend
1: that's right and tomorrow afternoon at one thirty p.m play retro with me and brian dunaway i forget what we're doing crap what are we doing oh um uh t- um ah, speed running, toe jam and earl. You heard it here first. <laughs> what was that? Near near running? near 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 Spy Hunter. Jeez. Oh nice. Awesome. The Peter Gunn theme. That's how I have to yeah. remember the name Spy Hunter. So we're doing Spy Hunter, one of the uh quarter sucking machines of of our childhood, and uh we'll decide whether that stuff holds up or not tomorrow at one thirty. That is it. For today, cool. except so for a song, stuff. Brian. You got a little song uh, that you worked on or I wrote do, yourself yes. and sang, and every oh, none, I wrote, none of that. I wrote oh, it I myself
2: and performed it with this voice. Yeah. L- lucky you! All. Yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna do that for film. Sack, I've gotta gonna have to pick a song with a low register, a little very <laughs> white. Yeah, you can't get enough of your mama, babe. uh James, aka slash blank, in the chat and Discord said, uh, Hey, bright and sunny. January 4th will be my 20-year wedding anniversary to my beautiful wife and my beautiful home and my beautiful car. Uh, I'm not sure how we made it this far, but we did. We met when I asked her to swing dance at a party in college. We slow danced to Fade Into You by Mazzy Starr, and I knew she was the one. If you can find us something fun to dance to, I would love that. Here's to another 20-plus. Love the show, though. James. Oh, That's
1: awesome. Congratulations. 20 is no small feat. No, no, that's very good. Uh,
2: so, James, yeah, the, uh, the that's it's such a great song, Nezzy Stars Fade Into You. And last year, um, a new artist that that I've just recently uh, discovered for myself, and I'm not sure uh, other people have found her, um, uh, found her as well, but uh, her One of her songs also made it into the Coverville Countdown. I love her voice. She's got a very unique voice and a unique style of of singing that just draws me in. Her name is Valerie June, and uh, uh, on her album Undercover from last year, she included this cover of uh, Mazzy Stars Fade Into You. Hope you all like it. Hope you all like her voice. Some of you might, some of you might not. I don't care. I'm playing it. Here's (laughs) here's Faded to You
1: by Valerie June. See you guys on Monday. strange